Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Everyday Random with me, your host, Fumi. Okay, so today we have the beautiful songstress, songbird, artist, Kitu. How are you? Oh, hi, Fumi. Thank you for that awesome introduction. I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for joining me. No worries. Yeah, so let's talk about your journey as an artist. I mean, I'm sure it's not easy for a new artist um, to make it, especially um, with the with the way you've ha- you have um how can i put it how can i put it with i mean everyone knows you now and i don't think that was easy for you to get where you are now at this point yeah. how was the journey how did we get here how did everyone um get to know kitu and who she is and her, her beautiful song her beautiful music yeah. um talk to me (laughs) well I mean um, music for me oh my word it has been such a long journey I discovered that I I love to sing at a very very young age I mean I must have been about like six or seven you know when I just I would sing around the whole house and everyone so unapologetically you know about it yeah I I think the answer, the perfect answer that I'd give you is that it's something that I fell in love with at a really young age and I didn't let go of it, you know. So because it was a passion, um, I nurtured it like from that point onwards. I've never been able to let go of it. I've been singing in school, you know, thankful for a very supportive family and being mm-hmm. surrounded with Because that honestly, it, it, it is just a lot. And went on from primary to high school, singing my heart out, and I went on to study a BA drama um, and theatrical, you know, in, 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 in theatrical studies and musical theater at University of Pretoria. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's just being involved in your craft and wanting to create continuously, you know. I mean, if you love some something, whether it's music or perhaps fitness if you're you're passionate about it you just you just keep at it and, and you grow every day as, as you do it let's talk about the support structure how important is support for an upcoming artist mm-hmm. you know a young person how how important is support i think support is so so vital i mean even when i look at where i am right now i would be nowhere mm-hmm. you know near if i didn't have such a supportive family you know but i think as much as people around you it's important for them to support them to support you you have to you have to believe in yourself enough you know you have to it starts with you i mean there have been like stories of people that come from families that weren't as supportive of their of their careers right mm-hmm. but they have yeah. gone on to make amazing strides in their field so i guess it's a win-win situation you just have to use what you've been dealt with and overcome okay um let's talk about what motivates you what what motivates kitu to wake up and make music and who motivates you as well Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i have so many things uh, that motivate me i mean from just my family and and you know loved ones that are around me but also just 
being a part of this world, I feel like being alive is such a great motivational factor, you know? It means mm-hmm. I have a chance, I have a chance to 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 give, to give and to share my talents to the world. So whether it's, you know, um giving back, writing music that can uplift someone, you know, touch their heart mm-hmm. perhaps and make them feel a little bit less lonely and a little bit like, you know what, they are seen and and heard. So I think being alive is a great opportunity for us to to not put our dreams at bay, you know, and that that really really motivates me. And also another thing is that I am on this planet, you know, purposely. Mm-hmm. I I always remind myself that I I am on here for a purpose and I can be a rainbow in in someone else's cloud. So so yeah, true. the motivation yeah. is endless. <laughs> It it is and I also believe that I mean if someone is not living according to their purpose or living their life to the fullest then really what are you doing on earth because everyone has a purpose everyone um is there to motivate someone in one way or another or to uplift someone in one way or another Absolutely Yeah I I I agree totally with you um And I mean, I mean on when that I point, Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. And on that point, it's okay. I mean, like, you've heard, I mean, the, the the point of how when they say that the graveyard is the place that is most most the richest place in the world, you know. Yes. Where people, you have millions of millions of dreams, you know, that have mm-hmm. not been accomplished. So it is rich, but it it is rich in void, you know. So I mean, that yeah. being alive is. is about living your dream while you have that time and even if you do one thing a day to just you know it would be enough you would be doing something yeah that is so true not only are you talented but you're also wise oh, yes thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, i mean um when i interviewed you for the article um you gave me beautiful quote that you live by a poem by um Maya Angelou yeah um can you just if you know the words can you just tell my listeners what what the poem is and how it talks to you mm. i mean mm. you know what Maya Angelou is someone that um i have loved you know um and yeah. see i i she she's so inspirational i mean um rest in peace to her but what a legacy mm-hmm. that she she has left for us true but i mean yes. the quote that i wrote that was my favorite quote is that you can be a rainbow in someone's cloud you know that mm. was it you know that comes yeah. from um a series of, of poetry that she writes and there's another one that it says that i will rise you know no matter what has been thrown at me so the, yeah. the rainbow part of that speaks about living your truth and literally we exist you know to assist one another through this journey of life whether it's your friend whether it's a stranger you know we we are mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you have to unite because there's someone who might need you you know whether you've got a little to give or a lot to give a lot to give whether it's in your talents you know whether it's financial means whether it's donating to a charity you know it's yeah. actually be use 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 the breath that you have inside of you to bless another person's life so yeah that's why i i love that quote so much and maya angelou 
that that is beautiful i mean um i can draw some inspiration from that because i mean you don't have to be the richest person on earth to make someone's day um just making them smile making someone else smile laugh you don't know what a person is going through so um just be, by being kind and showing them that you know what it's okay um you don't have to beat yourself up if you don't if if you haven't achieved everything that you said you would achieve um and yeah. you've given yourself a deadline and you said and you didn't um achieve those things it's okay this you still have another chance and if you push harder then you know it will happen i mean you are a great person i'm i love your song i love you as a person you have such a you you have such a a, a polite aura about you. you have a um a calm aura about you and i love it um you know once again thank you so much for doing this interview i mean i appreciate it so much you are so welcome thank you so much oh pleasure um so let's let's get into another question um how do you get how do you prepare for a show for a gig um what are the steps that you take Um, I mean, like, I'm also a member of the Zisa Lion King um, in London okay. at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, the process of performing, you know, whether I'm performing as a solo artist doing my, my own performance or whether I'm a theatre performer, it's yeah. similar, you know. So I make sure, like, so besides, like, all the rehearsals, but on a show mm-hmm. day, maybe I'll leave, like, two hours before prior to a performance where I'll, I'll yeah. warm up, warm up my body, warm up mm-hmm. my uh, my vocals make sure that i i am ready you know because when you sing you stretch your muscles and you have to take care of your vocals right when you love something yes. you must and take care of it you know exactly <laughs> so I'll warm, up, I'll warm up yeah and once yeah. i'm done with that then i'll take some time to relax um while i prepare with the hair and makeup and put on mm-hmm. my costume and then once that is is set then i know you know what i'm ready to go but the most important thing is a prayer before every performance because i believe that you know like what i said we are a vessel so even though i may i may be getting on stage to perform and and mm-hmm. some may see it as something that oh it's just to be seen it's something that needs vulnerability and for me it's linked to god you know so i ask yeah. god to guide me through that performance but and then when when that is done i'm like let's do it you know <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about your theater background and yeah. um how how did you get into disney the lion king yeah. how how did we get there oh my word that is so <laughs> I, mean, i studied a bh drama like what i i told you um, yeah yes from UT, yeah so i mean in my final year i, I was always very very active when i whether it was singing whether it was art i was always there like cultural and stuff Mhm. So I was very involved, but I was um I heard about these auditions when I was in my final year happening at Baseline. And I was like, okay, uh, you know what? Maybe I should give them a go. But I it was quite a stressful time because I was in the middle of practicals and you know how final year can be. It was very Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I took <laughs> one day out, you know, and I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Um I auditioned at Baseline and I just sang my heart out, you know, and So they called me, they kept on calling me back for callbacks. 
uh-huh. and I had to go. I mean, I'm in Pretoria, and I had to go all the way to Joburg. But you know what? I had faith that you know what? What I'm doing is 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 not for nothing, and I really believed that. You know, God yeah. has a greater plan for my life, more than the plans that I have for myself. Yes. So um, I I went back and 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 I went back for for some callbacks as well. And I mean, we had workshops in between that. And I mean, I received months later is when I, they told me that actually I had been selected oh. to join uh, the Disney the Disney production in Shanghai. Oh yeah! Yeah, I remember the day when I saw that email. I was like, I was on campus and I was like, just getting out of um, my 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 res. And I saw this email. It says you have been, you know. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's, so, let's, <laughs> you're out of race, right? And you get this email. What What yeah. is your first reaction? What What do you exactly. do? Oh my word! I probably I just screamed. I like screamed. <laughs> you know, when you're like, ah! like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, and I, I went back. I went back to my my dormitory. I went and I just sat there. I remember I cried because I, you know, when you see something and you're like, wait, I'm not sure. Am I seeing this? You know? Yeah. This email is just so like it's spectacular. And I, I mean, I was in last year. You know, so that time where you are panicking, like, what am exactly. I going to do? What am I going to do? When am I going to get it? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I went back. I remember I just prayed. I was like, oh my word. I'm so grateful. Like whatever is happening, yo, is it really happening? I called my mom. I called my uh-huh. family. They were also like happy, you know. And I think the prayers of our families, they also guide us and they they, they do. keep us, you know. They mm, do. They keep yeah. Us. Yeah. Um. Now, you touch a lot on God and um spirituality. How important yeah. is that for you? You know what? It's very. I I think it's very very important. And I also um, am so open to to understanding that people's spiritualities are diverse. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's another part of, of of traveling that's very important. You know, when they say travel and you'll get to see different cultures, different nations, different religions. Yeah. I believe that we as human beings we are so alike more than we think. You know, I may call my God God. What what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else calls them something else, but I believe exactly. that a strong faith—a strong faith—if you have a connection to a source, like it has gotten me where I am today, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel that if I if I wasn't able to to pray and reflect and ask and knock, you know, everything the Bible tells us messages, you know, yeah, you cannot just you can't want something without really. I mean, you pray for it and you open, you knock, you ask, you mm-hmm. know, but you also work for that, right? So yes. I feel like those the messages in the Bibles are kind of like they are messages, they are text messages to us, you know, to just reaffirm us and and remind us that you know what we are capable. I've never heard someone talk about the Bible in that manner. That it's um, oh. it's like text messages to us. Uh, you know, for the longest time, and, and I'm going to be honest, for the longest time, um, before I started working on my spirituality and my relationship with God. I was so afraid to read the Bible because I thought, oh my word, I'm such a sinner. Am I even going to understand the Bible? You know, I, I, I just really felt, um, I judged myself more than, um, than I should have been. You know, I, I was like, okay, I'm a sinner. 
really honestly i don't even read the bible the bible is so scary but once you get to read the bible and once you understand that you know what actually god is a god of mercy and he loves you and the bible is not as scary as you think it is actually (laughs) and i I love you know you're saying you're a sinner but the truth is we're all sinners right yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah. you know it's for yeah it's for all of us and you shouldn't judge yourself that much you know you should mm-hmm. be committed in knowing that you are a human being a human being who makes mistakes just like yeah. everybody else you know? true human, we are flawed so it's okay yes oh my word um so just to wrap up um hey you know the current um state that we are in you know as the world is very it's very depressing you know um it's very scary do you think that our government is handling this crisis um the right way correctly do you think they're doing a good job um what 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 would you have done differently if you were part of the government or if you were the president yeah. I mean, I think that um, they are definitely doing as much as they are, they can, you know. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's very easy when you're on the outside and you're not in, 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 in that cabinet and you think, oh, no, maybe Mr. Cyril Ramaphosa is not doing a good job or he could do better. But I think that despite the odds, you know, the country has done as much as they can. Um, one factor that I do feel could improve, though, is service delivery, you know, in terms of lots of uh, people in rural areas and in um, homes you know stricken by poverty some Mm -hmm. people are going hungry you know they need facilities and we as south africa we have we we are actually so rich as a country but if more people could access if we had uh, perhaps a fund that a proper fund and i'm not just talking about 350 rand or something per month you know but a fund that could um really just empower, empower the youth, empower people, old age, people struggling in, in their lives. But I'm not mm-hmm. talking about just handing over money to them. I guess I'm yeah. talking about something that could just, I mean, in other countries, you know, um, we have medical, for example, me, me, it's, it's free, you know, going to the doctor, yeah. public hospitals are free. And, and it's not just where you go to the public hospital, in UK, to be precise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I live, I've been living there for more than two years now, but if you yeah. need to go to the doctor, your appointment is free, you know, and I'm talking about a proper, right, a properly wow. run and an efficient hospital, you know. Wow. So if we could also, also our health system, you know, it needs to, to, to improve, you know, so mm-hmm. that we as a, as a nation also, we can really be enhanced as a society. But I yeah. do understand that Rome wasn't built in, in one day. So yeah. So we're doing as, as, as best as we can also, and I think we will overcome this, this COVID-19 thing only if we, we just come together and also be the change you want to see. So as much mm-hmm. as I'm saying, oh, we the government needs to give back to the community, what am I doing as well? I mean, I have, yeah. I'm working currently with this organization, Bidumelo's Children's Center as well, and mm-hmm. my family and I, we try to go there once a month. We deliver goods, you know, we, we share as much as we can because it is important. We can't be looking outside. What can you do with the little that you've been given as well? Yeah. Um, that's, that's so amazing. And then I agree with you. It's easy for us to sit back and 
judge the government when we really don't know what's happening when um, they as a cabinet meet um, without us being involved, you know, and the decisions that they have to make. Um, we don't know why they make those decisions. We don't know what pushes them to make those decisions. But, you know, I agree. It is easy for us to judge. And maybe if we just stopped judging the government and also tried to lend a, a helping hand to others, you know, maybe we could have, we could be a better nation. Um, I totally agree. So, um, yeah, so it starts with me and you. Yeah, right? it does. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> Charity starts at home, you know, it's helping, helping. I think, you know, as, as a human race, I think helping is, should be second nature to us. I think that should be something where we just, you know, it, it shouldn't be hard to help someone else. You know, it should just be a thing where we do it without expecting anything in return. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> um, no, I totally understand. Yeah. So in the, you know, how, how do you keep fit um, during these corona times? How do you keep fit, you know, uh, mentally and physically? You know, how, how do you do it? I mean, it's definitely not easy. I mean, you know, when the lockdown hit, everyone, we were all home. And I mean, the first thing you see yeah. is the fridge. So, you know, I mean, how do you do that? You exactly. just <laughs> Listen, it's, and then a month later, you're like, oh my goodness, I cannot live like this. Like, this is not the moment I want to be, right? True, I mean, true. I, am, I am a pretty active person, so yeah. I, I've gotten to the point where if I feel like I'm being too lazy, I literally feel guilty, you know? So, I mean, I have days where I'll go for a run uh, once a day, and then like yesterday, for example, I just did a home workout. Home workouts are incredible. You just go on YouTube and you're like, home workout you have three yeah. minute workouts you know? uh -huh. yeah and now i'm also being more conscious of what i'm consuming because to be honest with you what i'm eating is meant to just feed me right i yes. can't eat for that's the thing we eat for fun we eat for joy you know? <laughs> but food is actually I'm guilty. You know, it's like you're mm, mm, oh you're guilty exactly i'm guilty <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm really, because we're, we're, we're growing, so I'm like, as I'm growing, I need to be aware of the habits that I'm building, you know, mm -hmm. are they, are they adding, like, you know, are they adding wealth and health and prosperity, you know, to yeah. me, you know, because I need to feed my mind, my body and my spirit, everything mm -hmm. is, is aligned. I'm doing much better now than before COVID-19 <laughs> when, when lockdown <laughs> Yeah, but day by day, day by day. Okay. Um, so, any last words for our listeners, um, words of encouragement, words of motivation, especially also to, you know, upcoming artists who would love to follow in your path, what, what, what would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, like, to upcoming artists, I mean, I'd love to say that you have to be so committed to your craft that... Mm -hmm. work on it you know work on it just like any other thing that yeah. the more you do the more better you become at it you know mm -hmm. so um I'd, I'd say every day make sure you're doing something towards you know towards your dreams like you know mm -hmm. you, you you cannot expect to get something if you don't do right at the end of the yes. day hard work is what pays off so I yeah. mean, that's to the artist and to, to every other human being out there you know every other child out there who has a dream 
you know, within them that they need to also believe in themselves and know that they can do it and it starts with them. Okay. Mm. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, wait. Wait. Also, Last question. I need to make sure. Yes. No, no, carry on. <laughs> they need to make sure that they are streaming my latest single. Oh yes. That's that that was the last question. Tell me yeah. talk to me about before we play it. Talk to me about taking it home because it's such a beautiful and soothing song. Like it just it calms you down, you know? It's just it has it has a calming effect. Um, tell me about it. How, the writing process, the creating yeah. process, take me through all of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for that. Um, well, <laughs> take me home. Uh, it's literally like my firstborn child. I mean, mm-hmm. I've written so many songs uh, prior to that, but I just thought like it was the perfect song to be my my debut single. You know, because it's a song that. I mean, I was I wrote it when I was in a point where I was I was I was missing home, you know. But yeah. I also wanted to make it clear that the song is not just about homesickness. It's also about when you're feeling like you're in a place of perhaps you can't, you you have not achieved your dreams, or perhaps you you just want that feeling of wholesomeness, you know. Yeah. And so home is is is, is also belonging. It's also feeling like you've arrived, or feeling safe and feeling seen. So yeah. I I love I love I love that song and every time I hear it I literally just get goosebumps I'm like <laughs> so yeah um, you very passionate and, and, yes and I wanted to put it out there because we also procrastinate our dreams a lot you know yeah. so it's like you know what I, this feels right so I'm gonna do it and I wanna I also wanna leave a little bit of or a lot of 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 my my, my part you know in the yeah. industry so I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really enjoyed um, talking to you. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to stream Gidu's Take Me Home on all major platforms and before i leave here's the song you know here's a little bit of a teaser enjoy